You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's right. Another Cooligans episode. You're welcome, everybody. You are welcome. That's it. We we just tell you as soon as you hit play. You're yeah. welcome. Hey, you probably said thank you. <laughs> as soon as yeah. As soon as you hit play. <laughs> as so. soon as you saw it, you refreshed the feed. You're like, thank <laughs> heaven. What are we going to be rude and not say you're welcome? <laughs> that, that would be disrespectful we, to you. We are nothing. And but how we were raised. <laughs> we're nothing but proper hosts. Uh, hello, everybody. We're proper what? Hosts. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, damn, home. bro. <laughs> Okay, we are refined hoes. I don't know what you thought I said. Yo, we ain't one of them fly by night hoes. We are some proper die in the wool hoes, bro. Uh, Hello, everyone. My granddad was a hoe. His granddad was a hoe. And I'm a hoe. Okay. Proper. Oh, it's in the blood. Okay. Uh, It's a a condition. Uh, (laughs) It's a cooligans, buddy. What's good? All right. Already, you're already getting that on brand. Cooligans humor? Yeah. Uh, there's a question mark there. Uh, there's there's two MLS Cup winners on this <laughs> we show. Have, we should be a little <laughs> bit. We spent this whole time talking we about be, how my great-great-great-grandfather was, in fact, the proper host. Yeah, yeah. We should. <laughs> of, of any episode, <laughs> really? we should be the classiest hoes yeah, we yeah. can <laughs> on this one. In fact, I'm sure people associated with the Columbus crew and MLS <laughs> will be listening to this and they'll be like, we did exactly what? <laughs> we we brought two of our players on what show? <laughs> Don't worry. We class it up real soon but no today's episode uh is gonna be absolutely fire we're gonna we're joined by two mls cup champions let me you, guess you're excited for today's episode yeah no you know what alexis uh i am thrilled for today's <laughs> oh, episode okay we ratcheted up a little bit <laughs> the this morning we are joined uh shortly by aiden morris and darlington nagby of the columbus crew your mls cup champions they came through in studio and uh, we'll have a, a, a nice little convo with them about... It's crazy. They were in this studio, this very studio. It's just every... You know, a lot of times, getting them on the phone, getting players on the phone, we're just like, wow, you called Zoom, in? Bro. On Zoom, it's like, yo, you called in? That's crazy. Bro, they're like, wait, you sat in front of a laptop instead of just <laughs> holding your phone in your car at a Starbucks drive-thru? <laughs> wow. Because we take that. Yeah, yeah, we've done that plenty of times. <laughs> but no, uh, they came through. They flew in. They were, they were on a little... Meet Media tour. We flowed them out, bro. We flewed them out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, say it right. My uh, bad. <laughs> Did I say flowed them out? <laughs> because, bro, you uh, you're not being uh, you know, a proper hoe right yeah. now. You don't <laughs> no, know. Speaking of, <laughs> we called Darlington. So you getting flewed out, my dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> Apologies, Major League Soccer and Columbus Crew. We're just joking yeah, let's around. Let's be honest. They don't know what it is. We love, we love these guys. You see guys. the people that work at MLS. They have no clue. <laughs> so, uh, look, this is going to be And great. the one person who does know is not saying anything. Look, look I know what flew it out. I'm not, I'm not going to bring this up in the, in the business meeting. Who's getting flewed out to Columbus, though? <laughs> Bro, you got to charge triple. Get flewed out to Dubai. You're like, all right, fine. I guess I get to be in Dubai. You get Columbus? You know, it's not great to get flewed out to uh, to an affordable city. <laughs> no, no, you know no. what I mean? That's not a good They're sign. Like, hey, whoa, the Holiday Inn <laughs> downtown is quite nice. <laughs> They have a rooftop pool that's open for not three weeks out of the sign. year. Not a great sign. Not a great sign. Chip cookies from the Double Tree. Right? Yeah, like, bro, you get flued out, and there's a waffle station. Continental <laughs> breakfast oh. included. Baby. Damn, I didn't know I was dealing with such high rollers. <laughs> Damn, I feel like a queen. <laughs> All right, we we, we got to get these jokes out now because we can't make we them can't with make them. Aiden and Darlington. So uh, it is what it is. I, hope, I hope they listen to the comedy podcast and soccer comes up once in a while (laughs) every once in a while and it's not just Dawson Agby and Aiden Morris we're gonna be talking about so many cool things we're gonna be talking about uh yeah you have a list we're gonna be talking (laughs) about Champions League (laughs) okay well and uh, yeah after the combo we'll talk uh uh, the Copa America draw uh, and a couple other things so uh, there's so much fun stuff be on the lookout for that as well so uh so let's get right to it Because it was so fun. Uh, they, they came through yesterday, and uh, it was just an absolute honor. Shout out to Emma. Shout out to the Columbus crew uh, uh, for bringing them along. But here it is. Here is our chat with Aiden Morris and Darlington Nagby of the Columbus crew. Wow. We are wow. <laughs> champions in the Four building. Four champions. <laughs> All right, we got two MLS Cup winners. Hot dog eating contest. <laughs> and, and you beat out nice, Joe. You beat out nice skin in the game. <laughs> you beat out Joey Chestnut? <laughs> Bro, Joey Chestnut got nothing on me, dog. I showed up hungry. I <laughs> said, so, yo, you cooked, my G. <laughs> no, uh, we're absolutely honored because uh, obviously you, uh, we all saw in Columbus over the weekend. Yeah, everybody knows who these guys are. That's right, because we are joined by two MLS Cup champions. We saw they came off, they got off the bus at the parade and came straight here. Shout, give up a huge shout out for Aiden Morris and Darlington Nagby, everybody. Bro. <laughs> guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. How are you guys feeling? How are you guys doing? Amazing, man. Happy to be here. All right. I loved it. I didn't realize I that much. I came for the R&B album. That, I didn't Why realize, are you two so smooth? <laughs> I didn't realize that much bass was going to come right? out of that voice. And, and we said hello. And he said, yo, what's up? <laughs> My man. I just want to say okay, hello we to know all, what? The, all, the late, all the moms out there. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, know, we, know, we know which member of voice to man know, he's going to be. He walks out, says something back, and the rest of us got to do all the singing and dancing. <laughs> all right. Let's, just, let's be for real because... Um, uh, look, it's, we we spent a lot of time talking about the MLS Cup final and how you guys uh, did during it and just the, really the dominant. Yeah, let's per- just say you bodied them. You, it was a dominant <laughs> performance, right? LAFC. Bro. We all, you know, the the, gla- the 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 glamour, the glitz, all the owners and all this other stuff. But there's Bro, something about they left the glamour and the glitz at home. <laughs> there's something about um, the community and just I don't know, maybe just the Midwest. You know, the carbs. I don't know what the it get is. get it done. The get it done about <laughs> the Colum- milk, The milk fed. <laughs> but the corn fed. The last few years um, with, with Columbus, obviously the crew being saved and, and just the, the storyline, winning an MLS Cup in, in uh, a few years ago and then and winning it again. There's just, 
we saw the emotion between you two mm-hmm. after the final whistle. But can you just talk a little bit about just that the meaning of winning it this time in particular? Yeah, this time was different. Obviously, 2020 uh, stadium wasn't packed. COVID. Right. You I, wasn't I even missed there. the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't there. I was in the basement <laughs> uh, watching. But uh, no, to get you know me to be a part of it on game day this year and to have like our whole stadium and everyone get a chance to be a part of it. You know, and then playing with my guy, uh, yeah, it didn't get better than that. So when I saw him, I got a little bit emotional. You know, that's my dude. Love him. But, uh, yeah, it was okay. great. Yeah. Isn't this the dude that replaced you exactly. when you got COVID? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. y'all are cool? Oh, you got to put a negative connotation <laughs> on I'm just saying. If I, couldn't do, if I couldn't do a show and then another comedian got up, I would be like, I'm, that's not my boy right there. <laughs> Yo, he's I, taking my job. I don't huh? know that dude. Yo, these young, bassy voiced <laughs> Soccer players are coming up and taking our jobs. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking. About <laughs> no, but it was it was it was beautiful to see. Not only you know w- one of the things we talked about is uh, th- that that second goal, the game winning goal uh, um, from Yaboa, but the the build up in the play. We all that saw pass the, from the, the pass mm-hmm. from Amundsen was remarkable. Mm-hmm. But there's the 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 30 seconds before that goal happened, before the pass even happened, there's just so much movement. There's so much chemistry this it's like y'all are talking to each other without mm. words you Not all know where to be everybody's moving everybody's drawing defenders it's just it's literally one of the most beautiful goals i think this season it happened to be the last one uh, uh for, for the columbus crew that and, and the game winner but th- can you talk a little bit about the chemistry this year i mean it is difficult to have a new coach and bring in new players but to build that kind of chemistry so quickly and i imagine the veteran leadership of a darlington navy helps mm. in, in building that yeah, you know, for me, that's just a testament to to, to Wilfrey and his staff. And I think they come in uh, to lead their city where they're from, come to Columbus, a bunch of new players, you know, and uh, they, they were patient with us, took their time with us, and uh, I think we were we realized that, so we want to repay them back. You know, I think just a bunch, of, a bunch of good guys, a bunch of disciplined guys, guys that want to be coached, guys that are coachable, you know, I think that's what you see on that last goal, guys that are disciplined and, you know, they have been doing it for a while together, respect each other, and just want to go out there and win. Okay, yeah, that that's the media conversation. <laughs> but for real, are you like when you get the ball again? You're like, yo, we still got this ball, dog. We still no, got I think, possession. <laughs> I think it's really like we don't realize what we're doing when we're doing it. It's just all second nature to it. It's just now. it's like you do like that we, that much in training where you don't even realize it's happening. We know we're like, like the stuff he's told us. It's still instilled in us and how we move and how we think that everyone knows where they have to be. And they don't even think twice about it. Bro, it's like, you know, showering. Like, you can't explain to someone the steps in which you shower. But every time you go in, you do it the same way. Just that, I, Is that what you mean? Uh, Alexis comes out of the shower. He's like, yo, crushed it again, I know, bro. damn. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for the pass. I'm insane. I was like, who are you talking to? There's no one else here. No, the cool thing about that, man, is like, we'll sometimes have, tr- like, training after where you have time to work on things. And you'll see Yao and, and Malte, and they work on that. Same pass every time. Wow. Really? And to where, like, you'll see him in the training, and he'll mess up on it, like, five times, and you can get it right one time. And then, like, to see it come to fruition in the game is, like, it's no surprise to us. Okay. So oh, that's damn. It's, stuff, man. It, it, that's it, like comedy. Like, we're both saying a comic, so, like, sometimes when you're on stage, you want it, you want the audience to feel as if it just happened in that yeah, moment. Yeah. And some of the stuff does, for sure, but some of the stuff you've worked on over and over sure. so that it comes across that way. Oh, sure, that's, that's poetry. All right. I got, uh, we have a, a couple of fun things planned, but I got some questions from, from our fans. So we have our supporters group, which is called Gully Squad, right? And uh, right, the, the, the first one, speaking of uh, a funny question, Luke Sturgeo asked a question. Uh, what's the worst thing about Ohio, and why is it Skyline Chili? 
<laughs> Which is a very Cincinnati. It's a Cincinnati thing, so he figured. Yeah. I don't know anything about Cincinnati. <laughs> where's Cincinnati? I don't know. Where's Cincinnati? Okay. All right. Love it. All right. Good answer. L- love it. This was this, uh, this is from uh, from a crew fan. This is from uh, Dave Hagman. He asked a question on a scale of tr- tranquil Caribbean lagoon to turquoise glistening in the southwestern sun at midday. How That's the range? How blue are Josh Williams' eyes in person? <laughs> And those things are glowing. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's my guy. You ever take him to the dealership and go, that's the color I want the car? <laughs> Yo, Josh, come with me today. <laughs> this is one more from, um, from Andrew Johnson, another crew fan. Uh, he just asked a question. He says, uh, what is it like having a mentor like Josh Williams? And this is for Aiden. Uh, a mentor like Josh Williams, and are you okay with taking over as the fan base's, quote, homegrown kid despite being from Florida? I'll answer the first one about Josh. <laughs> um, it's weird to say, like, a 30, like, six-year-old 30, I don't even know how old he is. Which is old. That's the oldest person I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, a 35-year-old, I could say he's, like, been one of my best friends for the past four or five years and guys like Donaldson as well. Um, even when I was 18, man, like hanging out with 33 year olds, it's like, yeah. it's strange to like me. Kids but and families. Yeah. And I know, right? So yeah, like having a guy like that, he's just helped me so much grow into the person I am today. And the homegrown, I mean, I am homegrown, so I guess I could step in that role. Yeah. But people always think they come up to me and they're like, Hey, like, so you grew up in New Albany. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm like I'm from Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Florida boy. So interesting. But yeah, I'm, I'm here for whatever the crew okay. wants to do. What I love so, about yeah. Southern Florida, there's a little bit of a New York accent that kind of lives down there. Dude, my voice, man. Why no, no, but you, you, said, you, said, you said full out of there. You do it in like one syllable. And there's that, there's that little bit of the New York accent you don't talk Dude, about. Dude, it's When pray. you go to Florida, like it, it exists It there. is. Pray. We wish we had your voice, okay? Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. I go home and I say to my wife, I'm like, What's up, babe? And she's like, no. Like, no, can no, you try again? This can you go smoke a cigar and try again? Well, <laughs> speaking of, of, of South Florida, obviously um, Inter-Miami has made a, a lot of uh, a big splash and a lot of news. Obviously, Lionel Messi uh, uh, joining the club. But for, you know, it's kind of nice winning an MLS Cup when, you know, you know Messi was watching the final and he was not there. So that must be a, a, a bring a little bit of confidence. But just having uh, Messi in the league, and knowing that, you know, the year that he arrives, you guys are lifting the trophy. How does that make you guys feel? Oh, it feels good. I mean, it just shows that, you know, we're a good team. I think we knew that. I think we went out and showed that. But, yeah, we'll see how it is next year with Messi. You know, they get a full season, so we'll see. Okay. We'll see Aiden said at the, at the celebration, uh, right, let's run it back. Mm-hmm. Let's do another one. Do you think this puts a target on your back? Because this whole season, mm-hmm. you guys were good all season, but you weren't the focus because Messi mm-hmm. came in, took a lot of that shine. Mm-hmm. You think now there's going to be a target on your back next season? Yeah, for sure. I say for sure. I think towards the end of the season, I think you kind of saw that a little bit. Oh, you know, in the playoffs teams, for sure. Right. Teams, uh, people started saying that, you know, we got a good chance to win it. So I think for sure next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what you, you watch the, the the Columbus Inter Miami game, Darlington fouled forty two times. <laughs> Bro, you get fouled a lot. But you dog. still you have possession of the ball right now. It's <laughs> under the table. This guy doesn't lose possession. <laughs> we talk about this so much, but Darlington, this is it's it's remarkable the the style of player that you are. I think mm-hmm. for 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 Americans, we're not used to. You know, you've been. I, I'm sure you've been seeing it and reading it. They've been calling you the greatest MLS player, and mm-hmm. and that debate has ha, has happened. But you're the type of player that's a little bit unique in, mm-hmm. in the way Americans think about soccer, right? Mm-hmm. We think about 
goalkeepers. We think about the Landon Donovan's goal scorers. Mm -hmm. But you're just a dude that will Wavy. never lose the ball. There's just mm -hmm. so much confidence and, and discipline. Mm -hmm. But what made you that kind of player? What made you focus on, on focusing on that sort of strength and, being, and, and making that your kind of main priority? I think just reading the game, you know, kind of seeing what the game needs, what my, what my guys need on the field. You know, sometimes I'll, you know, I could do something different, but I make the decision to keep it. Just like just the flow of the game. Okay, my guy's tired, or we need to do this or that. He hasn't touched the ball, so just making decisions like that. Yeah. And then the occasional forty-five yard banger yeah, from yeah, Tyler Ryan. Yeah, just, <laughs> just went just the hit and the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and He's like, in. "Here we go, We're about to load up." It's funny. There's either two outcomes that go with it. <laughs> yeah, it's either a field goal or it's like <laughs> yeah. no in between. Oh, man, the, no tap-ins. Yeah, 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 nah, we all do amazing joints. I want to ask you, Aiden, young coming in. I know you were hanging out with thirty-five-year-olds and all that, but but when you come in, to know that. You're, and I'm sure you did this in training, but that step of being like, oh, when you go from the youth levels to the pro, to the senior team, it's faster than this. And you get there and you're like, well, actually, I still kind of got it. You know, like <laughs> I'm still that guy. What was that moment like? And do you think that helped you sort of taking over, you know, a big role on a big team? Yeah, I wouldn't say it happened easily. Uh, I mean, in 2020, people don't realize like I didn't start at all and I get rostered for like the first half of the season. So, I mean, I don't want kids in my doing the same thing I'm doing to think it's going to be easy. You know what I mean? There's, there's, it takes a growing process. So I think, like I said earlier, having guys around me like this, they, they believed in me, and um, they always pointed me in the right direction. Uh, so, yeah. Were you easy to criticize? Like, did, did he take notes well? I'm yeah. always open to feedback. Man. Yeah, he was always – not only did he take criticism well, but he was always asking questions. Like, he always uh -huh. wants to learn. I think that's the biggest thing that people don't – I think you see, like, you know, on game day, you see him in trainings if you're his teammate and stuff. But I think the thing for me, like, just working with him and knowing him, I think his, you know, his ability to kind of see something and, and do it, see something and replicate it or see something and say, I'm going to do that, I think that's probably one of his biggest strengths. He accepts feedback, except if you talk about his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, nah, bro. <laughs> apparently <laughs> gets said if you tell him he's a, he's a, he's a tenor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking of asking questions, Wilfred Nancy comes to, to Columbus, Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. At what point did he come to you, a leader on the team, and say, hey, where are the rest of the restaurants in Columbus? <laughs> where, where is it? <laughs> it's gotta be, they got to be hidden somewhere. <laughs> They're all on one street. <laughs> Have you been to the eight? Uh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys been to Columbus? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we actually performed there. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, the Easton Funny Bone. Funny Bone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we headlined it. it. Yeah, oh, well, the, the yeah. area was like, not, it was like fairly new at the time, like yeah. the downtown area. Easton's like not in Columbus, so we had to go yeah. to like, it's like just outside, so we had to go to Columbus mm -hmm. to oh, check the it out. must have went to spam then, huh? No, well, you were uh, you were too busy hanging out cool. with 35-year-olds. <laughs> uh, no, I think, hey, 2018, I think that was, that was were you 16? Uh, <laughs> he was there. He no, was 16. Yeah. 16. Okay. Damn, you I wasn't, wasn't training. I wasn't big enough for you back then. <laughs> you was in training, dog. You really want to come watch a fat guy tell jokes about being married? <laughs> uh, well, we were talking about uh, Wolf and Nancy. Uh, if, uh, if you guys didn't, I don't know if you guys saw this, but this was uh, uh, basically went viral. So I mean, Darlington's in the background, but you're not listening. Yeah, but yeah, you're not here. There's a lot going on in this moment. But the, Nancy, he, uh, he, he, he dropped these, this gem, uh, if you guys didn't hear it. Guys. Impossible is an opinion. Bars. Bars. <laughs> I, assume, I assume you heard that 
um, you know, maybe first day of the season or maybe it was that the that's not your first time hearing that. Okay. He said that before. He said mm. that before. So when he first said that, did everyone just stand up and clap? <laughs> <laughs> did someone challenge him to a rap battle by any chance? Because <laughs> we absolutely love this. This was, and I think the internet did as well. This just it, it brought a um, this like yo like I want to run through a wall for this guy, Facts. and and I'm sure he said he's dropped a lot of like great lines, mm. but there was something about this one, and it it was so popular that we were we we joked about this on on our last show we're like yo this is just such a bar that this should be like almost like uh at the intro of a song right like the beat will drop right after that right so we got some we got some beats for you guys Uh, we want just want to see what you think about it okay so here goes I said in that moment, while he pulls this up, in that moment, he was the best rapper in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> right when he said that. Right when he said that. That's how dope those bars were. So, okay. His pen game lethal. <laughs> Wilfred Nancy. So here goes. This is, uh, this is one of them. Can you hear it, right? That's off night. Uh-oh. And I told them, guys... Impossible is an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Initial reaction. Let me know. Let me let us know what you think. That's crazy. Yeah, that was actually sick. That was actually sick. I thought I thought it was gonna just be like not good, honestly. Okay, okay, good. I didn't think it was gonna be great. I thought I know what we got for a home opener. Hey, hey. Okay. And you know what? There are some people that are, you know, not really into hip hop mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. All right. So we figured, all right, let's see if there's any uh, any alternatives uh, you know uh, I mean? for that. Let's see if it can be used in another way. And I told them, guys, impossible is an opinion. The crowd, you feel me? The neon, the neon crowd. So, so look, you got you got two options. Any any preference for for which one you like more? Yeah, I'll stick with the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah, first one was legit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, there legit. it is. All right, bro. I mean, look, this is. Uh, By the way, he made both. Of them. I made <laughs> like twenty five yeah. minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> I was I was like, bro. I hope they take a little bit longer. I'm, yeah. I'm really rushing. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a producer no, like that, no. but I'll do my best. <laughs> so, all right, look, I look. It's a it, it's something that you know this particular. There's something Wolfram Nazi has been in the uh, the media a lot more publicly, but there's I think there's we're all sort of seeing why why it's so inspirational about him i mean there's either it's in his tone the french accent uh there's something where people really really want to play for him and is there anything the 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 this season what did you take the most from him that helped you win this mls cup uh title um man he's just such a good person i think that's the easiest thing and like you said a little bit ago it's like when you look over on the sideline, if you want to fight for a guy and you see him right there, man, that's the guy you want to run through a wall for. Yeah. So I think just him being a good person, whether, I mean, the coolest thing was it's not easy on teams when guys aren't playing, right? It's easy to have that victim mindset and yeah, think, yeah. like, okay, like, screw this coach, screw that guy. It's, it's not on my purpose. Fault. It's exactly. personal, yeah. Every single guy in the locker room, like, if you played zero minutes or you played every minute, had nothing but good things to say about him. 
Amazing. So I think that speaks so much volume to the, the guy he is. All um, right. Well put. My mother won't even return my phone call. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When you just think about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. It was just uh, equally out inspiring. Shout out mom. Shout out mom, bro. Yeah. Call. Hey, at least text Yo, me back. Any, any, I saw you read it. Any family therapist watching, <laughs> hit up Alexis. You're about to get a boat. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, this has been. I, a, I got one more question. Uh, go Darling, did you see what Diego Valeri put up about oh, you? Oh, that's right. Yeah, the poetry, bro. The last sentence. Was mm. when my grandkids asked me about American soccer, mm. I'll tell them about dogs. <laughs> that must have felt nice. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, he knows how I feel about him, and I know how he feels about me. So I think the only surprise was like he said it publicly, you know. But he's told me that for a while, and I've told he's, him. He's told you that in lot. person, like uh, something of that kind. He's had that type of energy with you. Yeah, every time I see him, or. Yeah, same. Oh, we Damn. gotta become yeah. friends with Darlin. Yeah, bro. I need to talk to him. Larry, bro. <laughs> Just a, be friends with a poet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. Do you write that with a quill pen? How do you write that with a quill pen and get it on Instagram? <laughs> Beautiful. All right, guys. Thank yes. you so much for joining us. This has been an absolute honor, for real. Again, congratulations on winning uh, MLS Cup. Uh, best of luck next year as well. Uh, but this has been a really, really dope experience for us, and we're actually honored uh, that you would come through. I know there's uh, a lot of classier places you've been to today so this is kind of <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the back of a Popeye uh, this is, this, this uh, is just like the New York Stock Exchange the same vibe same vibe same vibe bro yeah, That's the yeah wrong All right. button <laughs> that well, wrong button there it is there you just is. hit the bell uh, Aiden Morris Darlington Nagby uh, absolutely honored thanks so much for joining us guys best of, love ne- best of luck next season unless it's against NYCFC <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys thank, thank you guys you. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Shout out to the homies. Wow. The deep voice homies. I was wow. say, whatever you do, do not comment that Ada Morris has a deep voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid, he, I think he likes it. I, I think, think he <laughs> 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 likes it. He's like an annoying uncle. He's like, oh, yeah. No, I pinch it. The kid loves it when <laughs> I do this. <laughs> Wet willies and <laughs> pinching him. He loves it. He loves it. Uh, no, shout out. I mean, I mean, Ada Morris has a pretty deep voice. But Darcy Nagby, Nagby is no slouch when it comes to no, deep voices. No, no, no. They're both, what is it, baritone? Baritone. What is it? They sound yeah. like uh, Giveon. Yo, damn, <laughs> they do. Okay. Okay, no, but you had the show today. <laughs> uh, they, um... They uh they they both like are uh, smooth without the a doubt. The same way they are on the pitch, they are in conversation without a doubt. But I will say, I've seen a lot of interviews with both Aiden and Darlington Nagby, and hey, props to you, my guy. Not many times do they both laugh. Okay, not not many times do they both laugh. Not many times do they get uh you know a little little hip hop with their coach. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to bro. Christian, bro. Some EDM beats. Producer. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The EDM, they, I don't think the they EDM were, were fit, but the, <laughs> but the trap beat, they were all about, bro. Okay, shout out to 
the free YouTube beats that yeah. I found. But hey, yo, you know, shout to royalty free music. Free. You keep this whole system going, <laughs> okay? So shout out to you, uh, random producer yeah. that made that. Um, Just to you, young man in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to put in the Wilfred Nancy stuff and everything, and made it work. It's, yeah. it, it it works. So uh, if anybody uh, wants me to rap over that track, just let me know. Please, uh, please don't. <laughs> okay. I'm asking you if not you, to. If you, ask we get enough Patreon subscribers, I swear to God, I will rap on wow. that beat. Bars? Bars. I Bars. Will, I will a write. A full 16? A full 16. I don't even know what that means. I got to look that up. <laughs> but I will write that. He I'll agreed write, to it before knowing what it was. I'll write the words full 16 if you want it in, <laughs> the, in the rap. <laughs> What does it mean? <laughs> Full 16. Go ahead, write that down. Brother. I'm giving you free, free work. So let me know. Patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. If you want uh, cooligans, uh, you know, I, I mean, hopefully Alexis will participate. I will sing behind <laughs> you. I will be a hype man. I got ad libs for days. Okay, so there it we is. We're going in the stew is <laughs> what's happening. If we if we can get to how many uh, uh, Patreon? If we, I think we're at like. Let's do the two on it. 200? Yeah. That's, I, I, I think we're at like at 110 or something. Let's do 200. All right. If we can get to 200. Bars. Bars. You're going <laughs> to have a rap track that is introduced by Wolf Nancy. Let's we're gonna go. We're going to do Fire in the Booth. I was going to say, we could get Bradley Ride Phillips maybe to come on. <laughs> Ooh, we get get former Columbus crew player. We could get him to rate the bars. Let's yeah. go. Oh, okay. All right. There it is. Patreon.com. Get in on it. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get to it. A couple of things to talk about. Champions League. You wait for Champions League. Uh, uh, the, the last uh, two days, uh, some crazy games. The, the, so all, now the we group know stage is over. We know who's moving on to the round of sixteen. We know who's going to Europa, and we know who's going back to Manchester. <laughs> 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 Guess which Manchester you, club? <laughs> you can figure it out on your own. I left. It's like Blue's Clues episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll start there. Manchester United knocked out of the uh, Champions League. They're not going. Uh, they're knocked out of Europe entirely. Not, not doing Europa they or anything. They can't even go to Europa. Last place in the uh, in, in their group, in Group A. And this is where Manchester United fans are with the situation. There was, uh, there was this lingering hope, and I would say even through the first half, might have even sort of remained, or a good portion of the first half, that they might be able to pull this out. They might be able to make this happen. They needed a little bit of help. It wasn't just a win and you're in, but a win would have at least kept them in Europe. Win and, they, and urine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just some of the bars that you will hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you join today, Patreon.com. I'm going to ask you to not join the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com. Stop at one ninety nine. <laughs> I need you to not be the 200th one. Uh, because then I blame you. Um, there was a chance that they could have stayed in Europe had they won. And I think there was some belief in the fans. Now, we've had some conversations about Manchester United and where... We've talked about their fans, we've talked about their owners, we've talked about their players, and where, where the fans should be and how they feel. What I wasn't expecting was a video I saw from Flex recently. Which I saw as well. Friend of, friend of the show, where it wasn't even, I don't even know the word, it's not even like a despondent, it's just a, it's you a, know what, fine. It's an acceptance. Yes. Resignation. It, resignation yeah. is a good word, but without, not in the business term, right? Yeah. Like, it was just like a fine. If this is who you're going to be, then I want to have no emotional connection to any of you wearing that shirt. You can't anymore. hurt me anymore. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like the I don't care who leave. All of you should leave. I'm fine with any of you leaving. And there was a time and he brings it up. There was a time where you're like, not this player. Oh, not that. But we need to get rid of these players, but not this player. He is. And Flex is a 
a rather uh, sort of logical fan, which is rare for some of these fan. Yeah, he's not loud. Yeah, he's, he's not, not like he's not troops, he's not expressions. He's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he's like a, he's like, a, hey, let me tell you exactly how it is. Yeah, and for him to say this, just really, I think. It sort of really shines a light on what's happening with the fans, and they're just like, you know what? We're done being hurt. Yeah, I want to play like just the, like the first ten seconds of it, just so and you can hear. Flex. Shout out to Flex and Five UK, which is where he was on. And you could just this. hear the the tone in his voice. Now I'm past the point of like, I think this player has a place or this player. They can all go until we look at it, and it's all gone. It's all different. Manager, coaching staff, the main players, and I'm talking about the big names. I'll name names: Rashford, Bruno, Shaw, Dallo. Maguire, Lindelof. I'm not scared to, to have a, deta a detachment, mm. a deflection from them players. Look, I mean, that's just what a what a. It's like a it's like a, a man who's been who's caught his wife cheating multiple yeah. times, <laughs> and he's finally done taking her back. He's like, you know what? I've, I've seen. I honestly, I don't care about the house. <laughs> I just let me have the dog, and I'll leave. <laughs> he's just completely accepted that this is uh, and I he's mean, he's done being hurt. Yeah, and and he is. Um, it, it, look, we he's we've even seen him be frustrated with ownership, with coaches. But he's an emotionally mature guy, without a doubt. So for him to get to this point and not even be able to sort of see a future where this could work out, and we're talking about Maguire, who's had this redemption. Yeah, you know, we player of the month. Yes, we're talking about <laughs> a a Bruno who, for being the most punchable human being on the planet, <laughs> uh, is playing really well. It's his face, bro. Uh, we're talking about Luke Shaw, who suffered through injury and has come back and is showing signs of getting back into that 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 Luke Shaw that we remember being so essential down the left. He's playing center back. Uh, you know, when you bring up Lindelof is a big name, you know your club is struggling, but there he is. Bro, He's Johnny Evans came into the game yesterday. Bro, this to, to, to hear and see Flex like this, a friend of ours, it just feels like, damn. Yeah. How much have they hurt you, dog? <laughs> I mean, it's a... Uh, look, this is... I guess the the expectation I had for Manchester United in Champions League wasn't very high because we've seen uh, you know how they perform in the league. Okay, them finishing where? No, no. But let's so that look Bayern Munich, uh, FC Copenhagen, uh, Galatasaray, Manchester United. Where did you see them finishing? Well, I, well, we did a, a, a we prediction here. This. I think we I said Galatasaray. I think I said second. Uh, and and we had the conversation about you know, Galatasaray might surprise us. And I thought like Galatasaray that. finished first, to be honest with you. I thought Bayern Munich and Manchester United would kind of end Galatasaray would like fight each other, and Galatasaray would sneak to the top. So I was I was very wrong. They're in Europa, but Copenhagen. I mean, and the game between Manchester United and Copenhagen really wasn't there a red in that game from the 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 last one. If I, I don't I, remember, let me double check exactly. Because uh, I, I remember that Rooney Baji kid. Rooney Baji. Yeah, scored I think there was a red in that game. If I'm not That's mistaken. That's right. The joke was a guy named Rooney just uh, beat Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, that is just such a tremendous result that FC Copenhagen is the vibes of C of this of this yeah, championship. Yeah, it was right Marcus Ra Rashford, Rashford got, got the red. Yeah. 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 Um, and and that ends ends up kind of being a little bit of the difference, at least for uh, getting knocked out of Europe entirely. No yeah. one saw Copenhagen playing as well as they did. I mean, they they got they finished with eight points in in these six games, but they just they shows were amazing at home at Parken. That's the name of their stadium, the Parken. Uh, they were incredible in this competition. They're a little bit different in the league. Do you know their their center back? No, I don't. Their left center back. Who, who Look is? it up. Click on Copenhagen. Okay, Copenhagen. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> uh, defenders, who are we looking at? You'll uh, you'll, you'll, you'll know which middle one Alexis right. is looking for when you. Uh, oh, Kevin Dix, yeah, the homie, hilarious. 
Shout out Kevin Dix. Come on. You can't beat Dix. <laughs> Nobody's getting past Dix. <laughs> no. I dare you to dribble I mean, past Dix. I watched the game. Dix is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Dix is everywhere. I think I was watching the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> I Googled. <laughs> Strong dick in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I don't know why transfer market couldn't pull it out. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Jokes aside. <laughs> FC Copenhagen. Obviously the vibes. The, the Whatever the opposite of vibes is, is I think where Manchester United ended uh -huh, up. Uh -huh. And I think because the teams were worse than Manchester United. Royal Antwerp. Only one once, and it was against Barcelona. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Celtic couldn't put anything together. Red Star Belgrade lost, but they but they got they were heart and soul. Manchester United. I mean, Newcastle had we had high expectations. They yeah. also got bumped well, out. I mean, but tons of injuries. But man, Manchester United. Man, they were like, okay, fine. If you're gonna be mediocre in the league. Uh, maybe they can put some. There was this hope and belief the fans had that maybe they could put something together in Champions League, and it just didn't happen. And now you have to have the question: what What happens from here? And then if you watch the 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 flex video, you're like, damn, yo, they're like fans are checked out. Yeah, I mean, it, when was the last time you saw that from Manchester United? Eric Ten Hag in in the post game interview. He said we played well when he was speaking to uh, Peter Schmeichel, right? And he was just like. You know, he was getting criticized for those comments as well, but he just also kind of resigned, kind of uh, checked out, just like he knows. He's, I think he's, I think he's, he's reached the bottom they, of his recipe. As soon box. as you start hearing, I don't know if, if Fabrizio Romano tweeted this or somebody, but just as soon as you start seeing the tweets that are like, um, uh, you know, reports are saying that players are unhappy with, uh, you know, the coaching style. I always find that style. to be bullshit, though. It, it might be, but as soon as you start seeing it, it's not a great sign. No, that's the smoke, and where there's smoke, there's fire, right? <laughs> so, and you're like, okay, either they opened up a factory. Over it's there. not. <laughs> it's not that far fetched that you know players could be unhappy because I mean, look at look at these I performances. Think the I think the report, and I read some of them, but the one like the the most official, I can't remember where it was. That said like. Some of the players have decided that Eric Ten Hag yeah. is not the man. It's like, yeah, of course, probably Sancho. <laughs> Did he only ask him? Yeah. yeah, were you in the U18 canteen <laughs> when you found but those the, players? This is like, you know, if we're trying to think a little bit more macroscopically and, and look at Manchester Ooh. United, <laughs> that word of the day calendar coming in crazy. It's bro. a like realistically, they, there has to be some kind of leash to be the Manchester United manager, to just even have a little bit of time, whether it's two, three, two years, three years. Manchester United are not in a bad place in their league table. So there has to be some kind of like, look, this is where we're at right now, and we're working towards something bigger. Yeah, it, but, it, but what, this but is what's hold frustrating. Hold on, no, but no, no. But what you just said makes sense if you're a fan of a team that's mid-table or... Can, like an Austin Villa or someone yeah. of like who can fight for that top spot. We have to look at Manchester United in the same way we would look at a Real Madrid or a Barcelona or an Ajax. They are perennial winners for the for the length of time that the that the Premier League has existed. They have been the most successful club within that. It's I think it's okay for their fans to expect that level. And if you're not going to say all right, man, we're going to have a rebuild. We're going to start from scratch. We're going to go get new players and all that. If you're just going to continue to patchwork this, then the fans are going to expect 
that you're making decisions for them to be winners, not for them to win in two or three years. Even Arsenal fans, Arteta came out and said for like every interview, I have a plan. It's a three-year plan. Players were saying, like, he told me his three-year plan, his five-year plan. He has these plans. I, so I gave him that grace period, and a lot of Arsenal fans did not. Right, right. And I'm, I'm, I think of myself similar to, to Flex in the sense that I'm like, all right, I am reasonable. Like, all right, I'll give you some time. As long as we don't get relegated or we're not, like, absolute laughingstocks, I'm fine giving you that time. Manchester United never took that route. Yeah. And now you're at a point where they are embarrassing themselves in European competition, which is not typical for Manchester United. 100%. Yeah. But I think this is not not having that little bit of grace, I think, is hurting Manchester United. Yes. Because they could but, use it. But if they would have come out and said, yo, Eric Tanhag is our guy, and it's going to, and if he would have said, it's going to take me yeah. two years. Look, Arteta even said, we got to get rid of the dead weight. We've got work to do. We've got to bring in players, blah, blah, blah. He gave himself, he bought himself out. He also won a trophy right away, which helps. But I, I mean, I was going to say, because Chelsea is kind of going through something similar right now, where it was like a great period Yo, of success. Yo, you spent a billy, dog. You can't talk about it. But so did Man no, hold on. Manchester United, maybe it wasn't a billion dollars, and everybody likes to throw that number out there, but you can't say Manchester <laughs> That's a United. pretty significant but Manchester United has probably spent something like $850, million. I bet it's a lot closer than you think it is. We're going to go to Transfer Mark, and we're going to find out. And by the way, are we calling it Transfer Mark to Transfer Market? I think it's Market. It is Market. This is like from the old era where you took like a vowel out at the end. <laughs> Like Tumblr, remember Tumblr? Yeah, two thousand five transfer market. My point only being that people like Chelsea, the board, players, managers have all been saying the same thing about a project, and it doesn't look like there's any project going on. So as much as you want to give it the lip service, if you don't actually get the results, I don't think the fans are going to be happy no matter what you say. But I think because the fans didn't. The fans were expecting that this would turn around this season. They went out and they spent a lot of money. They went out and got a new goalkeeper when you probably didn't really need one. Uh, that's a decision for the for the for the um, manager to make. But it felt like the decisions in the market they made in the last season were refinement decisions. They were r rounding out those rough edges decisions, mm -hmm. not a foundational decisions. And now you see again. You mentioned the name Johnny Evans. The fact that they had to go out and yeah. get. A guy who played under Sir Alex Ferguson. Well, Johnny Evans was supposed to be an assistant coach for one of the youth teams, and they basically drew him out of <laughs> retirement and were like, dude, we need you yeah, to yeah, play. Yeah, hey, wow. man, yo, yo, get them boots on, bro. <laughs> dude, get off the training ground. I did not know that. That's fascinating. So uh, if we look at their purchases, this is for 23-24. So this is the market. If you go down, it'll tell you what that value is. All, all the way? Where? Yeah, wait, no, hold on. Go to, go to uh, overview or go to transfers. Transfers. All transfers. All transfers. Okay. This is, uh, I feel like we're going to be here a while. Yeah. No, no. We're not going to be here a while. Well, we're just going to scroll down and figure out. Current transfer record is minus 148. So this is so far not great. So uh, arrivals, they've spent $200 million, uh this year. Go down. Okay. I'm looking at all the years. They've spent over $100 million every single year. Yeah. Yeah. Much. But that's, I mean, they're, they're, they have massive partners. Scroll down again. I mean, but so 142. Chelsea. Yeah, I look not not a billion. You've got to go back to hit a billion. But they've made a couple hundred million uh, dollar purchases, or obviously some major purchases. Uh, obviously, look, Anthony, big money came from his last club. Didn't really work out, uh, or hasn't worked out yet. I'm gonna give him whatever grace period the team gives him. Uh, you look at a player like Lisandro Martinez. A little bit of a slow start, but. Great player. An okay player. Absolutely incredible defender. So Chelsea this season, 23-24. They spent 
They spent half a billion. They spent uh, so far. They spent four hundred and sixty-seven euros. Euros. They yeah. spent half a billion American dollars. Okay. Um, but then, and their squad's still too too big. But I don't know. The point I'm trying to simply say is, I've never seen Manchester United fans be like, you know what? Fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Get rid of them all. <laughs> it's. Uh, I, can yeah, you think yeah, of a time? It's. It's weird to be uh, at um, that place, but it's to yeah, me. It's. Really. A, I. I don't necessarily respect that. Not that. I, not. Not that I don't respect it, but no, I. No. I don't value this. This point, getting being last in, in Champions League as that moment that is like, all right, I'm done. Get, get him out. I, I don't think it's. It, 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 to it's be a mid table team. Look, they are what twenty seven points uh, on sitting us twenty seven points right now. Yeah, they're in sixth place, I think. Not, it's not that bad. They, uh, look, theoretically, Manchester United can still win the league. It's All not, right. un, it's not unheard of. No, oh yes, mathematically, sure. They just had a big a three 0 win against Tottenham uh, against um against Everton, and uh you know and now and who are Everton are a hot team right now. So it's like. It's not that bad. That's that's my genuine feeling. It's not that bad. Who did they just lose to? Their last their last Bo- match. Bournemouth. Which Bournemouth. Is, yeah. Shout out to Bournemouth on TikTok, dog. The, uh, you, what they did, they did something hilarious. They they took the highlights of the three goals. They won three 0 They they took all. Uh, they play all their highlights, but they took the 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 like Twitch like the the streamers of Man- Manchester United streamers from all over the world, and they put those highlights into <laughs> their uh into their goal highlights you know what i mean so they took the clips of the manchester united fans reacting to bournemouth goals of just being them frustrated like, oh, like angry like breaking stuff stru- like pain porn <laughs> <laughs> bro they it's uh it's yeah it's mark goldbridge yeah. flipping out getting upset and they 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 put those clips on all the, their highlights and it's a uh, beautiful thing it's uh hilarious the great that's how you do it that's folks. great banter um, also did you see the uh the contract for dean smith yes uh, charlotte fc manager had the contract so like you are the manager of charlotte fc Confirmed, you are the manager of FC <laughs> yeah. as the next one. The, the top of it said uh, um, very a very official, very official coach contract <laughs> yeah. that he signed. And this is uh, one of the things that you have to have a meeting, a weekly recurring meeting with Sir Minty, which is their, <laughs> their like you know, the king, yeah, 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 yeah ball. It's yeah, so, funny. so that's a, 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 another interesting uh, uh, signing, uh, Dean Smith uh, for for Charlotte FC. We'll see how that goes. I think a lot of people, even I, uh, you know, shout out to MLS UK, um, uh, uh, those two guys. Um, they were talking about it because obviously they're familiar with uh, Dean, Dean Smith, Smith and they, they they cover MLS out there from England. And the, the the reaction to Dean Smith is kind of similar to kind of what it was on Morning Footy, where everybody was like, "I don't I don't know what he's gonna do here." <laughs> I mean, I hope okay. <laughs> I hope it works out. But I mean, on his CV is he's been relegated twice, right? And we're all like, "Well, you can't." <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get a third one while you're in MLS. So, Although it would be hilarious if they finally instituted and he's the first one to get relegated. So it's interesting because uh, you know I think from uh, for American footy fans, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe they don't know Dean Smith too well, and so I can understand maybe the, the the lack of knowledge about his career. But then I listen to the English people, and I'm like, I'm hearing their accent, and they're not speaking very highly of <laughs> well, him either. You know, I don't quote Drake very often on this show, but okay. he said something that I <laughs> about I Dean like. Smith. Let's yeah, go. 100%. He's a <laughs> Big, big Dean Smithite. Wait, uh, no, he said, "Tell me how they feel about you in your city, and I'll tell you how I feel about you." Oh, you know, damn, bro, right? Bars. Bars. Okay, so like, Drake. yo, if your own people respect you, 
then I'm going to respect you. Just, oh, look at that. Drake and also Christian Polanco capable <laughs> of dropping absolute this fire on I a track. This is the reason I brought it up. I'm talking about people of your ilk. <laughs> Patreon.com. Okay. It might have a feature yeah. by Drake. You don't Bro, know. You know what? 2,000. <laughs> we will get, we'll get a feature from Drake. On a track yeah. if we get to 2,000. We're going to tell you which Drake. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get a Drake feature. Um, but no, but I, part of the reason I said that is like, I, we're not sure. Oh, let's listen to the people who know him best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like if you're going to marry someone and their mom is like, Duh, which, by the way, my mom said this, so maybe this isn't a good point. My mom's like, said to my wife, like, you might not want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should scare you a little bit. So, Thank you, baby girl, for not getting scared. So uh, the other. Um, who mean, shocked you the most? So Newcastle, I would say, shocked me the most. Uh, Positive or negative, you're allowed to say. This is meaning. So like, who surprised you the most, no, for no, good or bad reason? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Newcastle, Newcastle. Newcastle negatively didn't, you know, given how strong of a start they had in the season. Uh, obviously, the all the signings, the players that they brought in, that Fakayo Tomori, uh, you know, f or whatever uh, foul block or whatever on Miggy. Wow. Wait, I so he I, took Miggy out like the what? The I saw I saw minute. the goals, but I didn't see oh, the game. So just a defensive beast. Okay, on Miggy. Um, I mean, I saw Christian Pulisic's goal, which is of course awesome to see. The pass from Giroud. Bro, let's go. This is remember Giroud when he was at Arsenal. He would just like I'd get so frustrated because he like no look, no nothing, yeah. one touch, and we're like, you gotta look, you gotta tell the other person's <laughs> coming, man. <But> no, <laughs> it'd be hitting Sonic Casola in the face. Right and now, he did it, and Pulisic was like, boom, boom ready to go. Absolute tapping. It was a great uh, lead up to the goal. Uh, uh, Unlike well. a on like a messed up cross. Giroud, yeah. just quick reaction. Talking about defense, though, uh, the Dortmund PSG game, the the clearance from uh, oh, Nicolas Sule was unbelievable. I'm like, bro, this is what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell you who your best player is, but somehow, as <laughs> a, you keep winning or you keep doing stuff, <laughs> how'd you end up top of the group with this group? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was. Uh, look, yeah, they had an impressive um, run in Champions League. It seems like they almost prioritize the Champions League more than the league because I, I mean, I just watched uh, at, at the Leverkusen watch party. The, and Bayern, you're like, what are you? Yeah, do? Dortmund. They, you know, they, Matt Hummels got the got a red in that in that game in Bundesliga. And, uh, and Leverkusen is the last team in the top five of Europe, all of Europe actually, to not lose a game. To not lose a yeah. game, yeah. So uh, they pl they're playing pretty well in Champions League. Bundesliga, I guess yeah, they have no like, interest in ever winning it. <laughs> we're going to focus on this smaller competition. So, By the way, this is the last year with groups. Last year with groups? Yeah, this is the last time we go to group. We yeah, go they're to the, they're to the expanding Swiss model. to the... What's the Swiss model? A full so table. It's so confusing, yeah. I, 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 lo don't, I, I love Swiss models. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on, tell me more. Yo, we're going <laughs> to switch to a Swiss model. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um... All right. So, yeah. Uh, so, impressive. <laughs> this episode has been absolutely unhinged. <laughs> Shout out to Aiden Moore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wish I'm, they sure could, I'm sure they're super proud, dude. They wish they could be here for this uh, part of the conversation. <laughs> the one thing I did want to mention, I also, uh, on Tuesday, I had watched the Real Madrid Union Berlin game. Uh, not really a game with any real uh, of any real consequence because yeah. uh, Madrid are uh, chilling. I'm surprised they even started like their best team. Yeah. And uh, uh, so Union Berlin, they're playing uh, Berlin. Is, uh, they're playing at home. Um, but I did a little single game parlay in DraftKings. Talk yes. to me. Remember I did the other one for Tottenham City. I, I just uh, went for a, a draw. I just, so this is where on DraftKings, they already have the parlay set up for yes. you. It's up to you to decide whether you want to do it. Or exactly. Not. And the, this was the parlay they had. It was uh, Real Madrid. It's like a ready meal. Like, so you, you know what I mean? <laughs> MRE. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> 
I'm talking about a ready to eat meal. Sure, sure. And so it had uh, the Real Madrid money line, so Real Madrid wins. Yeah. And then it had uh, eight shots on target. Mm. Um, just this is all just for Real Madrid. Uh, eight shots on target. Uh, one shot on target from Jude Bellingham. One shot on target from Rodrigo, and over four and a half corners. I was like, all right, this is, the odds were like plus six hundred. I'm like, all right, this is I'm learning, but I'm yeah. like, this feels like. Plus 600 is a good return. Yeah, yeah that's so I'm like, odds. this that's feels incredible. like they might do this because they are clearly so much better than Union Berlin. And first half, uh, they were not doing it. They, <laughs> Union Berlin uh, ended up scoring first. Lu- How much Luka did you Modric, put? I put 20 bucks. Okay, that's not bad. Not bad. It was just, but you're like, yo, this is lunch. Yeah. So uh, uh, Luka Modric misses a penalty. And then, uh, you know, Union Berlin scored immediately right after that. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I didn't even need those 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had no interest in keeping and I'm them. not going to tell my wife I did this at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then second half comes out. I don't know what Carlo Ancelotti told him. He's like, I'll leave to Brazil right now. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just raised the eyebrow. Yeah, he's like, like, I ain't drinking. No. <laughs> I'll call him right now, bro. <laughs> and uh, second half, they came out and just uh, everything, shot, every shot on target. So I was just like, oh, bro, they're hitting everything. Uh, you know, I haven't scored yet, but like they're, they're taking a lot of shots. And, and, and Rodrigo gets his shot on target. Jude Bellingham gets his shot on target. I'm like, all right, cool. And then uh, Jose Lu, let's go. And then he gets uh, he gets a brace. They're up 2-1 in like the 78th minute. They have to win. They have to win. So I'm like, who? it's Real Madrid. So boom, you checked all the boxes. And You're I'm like, done. I'm goody. <laughs> let's go. Thank you, DraftKings. Where's my money? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the game is still going, but we got this in the bag. So why are you just closing now? We and don't might, need- I, might I remind you, Union Berlin... I think lost 16 straight. Not like, <laughs> not like couldn't win. No, lost 16 straight. So you're like, this is done. Zo. Yes. And then uh, Uno Berlin tie the game bro. in like the 81st or something like that. And I'm just like, bro, what is this? Now you about to F my money up. <laughs> and then my man, Danny Ceballos. Yeah, bro. Saving the day. Arsenal loney. Real Madrid don't even want him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and he scores in the 90 something. In the 89th right? minute. That's it. It was a, a, a shot from outside the box, a slight deflection. Keeper was rooted to the spot. And he, because Zabajas was like, yo, I'm going to look after my homie. Now, Christian tell me, Polanco. how did you celebrate? A Danny Ceballos goal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did the, uh, you know, so I've learned my lesson because um, uh, Mateo, my son, he's eight uh-huh. months old. Uh, I've I've learned to relax on my cel- my goal celebrations because ah. he gets pretty rattled. Yeah. So you're blaming your son and not the fact that you're an Everton fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've learned to be a bit more reserved. <laughs> so in that one, you know, it's not a team I support, but, you know, I'm just supporting my bank account. <laughs> I was going to okay. say, I was going to say, they support you, bro. <laughs> so, might have to put him as a, might have to put him as a, what, what are they, on your taxes? I lost a bit. Right off. Right off. Right off. Uh, right nah, dependent. Nah, right off. dependent. There, there, there it is. There it is. I think you're the finance guy, bro. <laughs> I'm all about the money, bro. <laughs> so, uh, yes, and I ended up winning $140 from that 20 Buddy, that's a good amount. So, shout out to Danny Ceballos again. 
DraftKings. More like Daddy Ceballos, bro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fly me out there, uh, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you about to get flewed out, dog. Uh, oh, as always, uh, bet responsibly. Okay, I got to yeah. say. I'm, I'm just having a good time. With you know how I'm flewing out? Dicks, bro. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin Dicks. Kevin Dicks. That's what I'm talking <laughs> wait, wait, about, bro. He's hey, a, a family-friendly program, 100%. Bro. He's a great center back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should, uh, let's wrap there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> Oh, wait, no. Uh, yeah, okay, I just got to wrap this because I want to make sure uh, we do this. But um, the uh, this this was going viral today um, on on Twitter. Red Bull finally spending those marketing dollars. <laughs> We're, I, I take the New Jersey Transit pretty much every day, uh, right. uh, you know, especially to come into the studio. Um, and uh, so I don't I don't have to go through Newark Penn, but I, yeah. I go through regular. We're regular gonna have Penn. to I go get pronouncing it correctly. Uh, Newark. Newark. Newark Penn Station. Newark. Newark. You're saying Newark, but fast. <laughs> okay. Newark. Anyway. Does that make sense? I feel like you got to pronounce it like N-O-A-R-K, like Newark. No, it's like it's it's like Newark. Did you hear it? Yeah. I'm saying Newark, yeah, but I'm but you're saying just it, making it in one syllable. I Newark. Yes. So it sounds like cork or fork without, <laughs> but it's yeah, not yeah. like, it's not Newark. It kind of sounds like nobody cares. All right. Okay. That's really wow. why. <laughs> Tell us about your little viral video. Okay. Tell us about your cute little viral video from so two days ago. This, this happened today, <laughs> this morning in New Jersey, in Nork, um, because there was a, a an animal that was. You have a, no idea how much this means to me. <laughs> so this is. There's uh, a, for real, there's a bull. There, there's literally a bull. Running through the uh, on the tracks of New Jersey Transit, and I will say this about Newark: I I live in Brooklyn now. I'm on the subway all the time. I look down, I see little rats. That thing, bro, is disgusting. But I get it. This how this how gangster Newark. Is. You look down, you see a bull, my G. Straight up bull with the horns with and the everything. Horns. He got a tag on him too. This is somebody's bull, dog. This is a, this is a bull on the loose, <laughs> bro. How you end up on the track, bro? Okay, it is a uh, just like the Rage Against the Machine is a bull on parade, bro. Okay, wow, that's a great song. It's also the <laughs> it's also that's the goal song for uh, yeah, New York yeah. Red Bull. But this has been uh, the the joke people are making. People are like, how do you think they'd feel about a single entity league? <laughs> <laughs> this is um, people are making the jokes about this is the you know one of the best marketing uh, ploys f- for the New York Rebels because they don't they, really they don't they really don't advertise market, that much. I mean, you see you, you see a couple signs on the subway. You here know, they sent an intern out with a can of red spray paint. Like, <laughs> you need to get this bull. You need to find this bull. <laughs> so and spray this bad boy red. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I mean, it's shocking. Also, uh, disrupted uh, the the train. Yeah, the train, the uh, people, yeah. There's a bull on the track. A lot you of can't people just plow through it. <laughs> a lot of people were quite upset because uh, a lot of trains were delayed uh, because of this. I mean, obviously. I think there's something like two million people a day that that ride through New Jersey Transit. There might be more than that. Um, but so this is it's it's quite disruptive. This is yeah. it's not it's cute and fun, but um, you know people from New Jersey are not really happy when they can't get into the city. Yeah, I would say the infrastructure is uh, teetering. <laughs> so to throw a bull on the tracks is not exactly part of the part of the plan. And by the way, the Northeast Corridor is the single busiest train yeah. station yeah. area or whatever track route, if you will, route whatever that is. In the country, so this is this could this hurt the GDP? <laughs> no. 
Without 100%. This is this is like the the Suez Canal getting blocked. 100%. <laughs> this is the America, the northeastern corner version of the Suez Canal getting blocked. This is billions in in you know uh, uh, produce and in, products not in getting through. Eight months from now, when you're like, yo, why are computer chips in cars so expensive? <laughs> I want you to remember this, <laughs> this bull this. running down the tracks in Newark because this is exactly correlates to that. <laughs> this is this damn bull, bro. <laughs> I, I want. I want to say something else before we end, if we can get the bull off the screen. Um, okay, okay, we're all a good, off the screen. A good friend of ours, uh, Kenny DeForest, a few days ago, very yeah. funny comedian, has a great special on YouTube. I'm actually a part of it. Uh, he asked me to be in a sketch. They ended up not using the sketch. He was going to break up his jokes with sketches. Yeah, yeah. He ended up not using it, but he used the the part that we filmed as his intro. Um, so he is a very funny comic, originally from, I believe, Indiana, uh, moved to Chicago. When you're a comedian, this you're from the place you started. Uh, so he's a Chicago comic, so we say he's from Chicago. Uh, a few days ago, he was riding a bike uh, from one show to another, I believe, and was hit by a car. Um, it's very shocking. It's very upsetting. There was emergency surgery. Uh, there were signs were that he was going to pull through. Uh, yesterday, we received a phone call that he did not. Unfortunately, he passed. Um, I don't want to make this sad, because if you knew Kenny, you'd know there's nothing he would have wanted less than for this to be sad. He was legitimately one of the funniest people in the city. He was legitimately one of the sweetest people you could ever meet. I know people say this about comedy. I know people say this about a lot of people who they pass. I mean it. This man, if you, a good example is sometimes you get texts to be a part of a show. Hey, do you want to do my show next week? Yeah, yeah. Yo, I got a show this week. Do you want to do it? You say, no, I can't blank. And then they're like, all right, cool. And they move on to the next person, right? The last conversation I have with Kenny on text is him asking me to do a show on a Sunday night. Uh, and I mentioned, hey, I can't. I got to get to bed because of this new gig by 9 at the time. It was still 9. And he said, oh, cool. What gig? And now he only has a few days left before the show. He has to book it. But he took time out of his busy schedule producing a show to ask me what gig it was. I mentioned it was the CBS show. And he's like, dude, I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited. He's not a massive soccer fan. In fact, he could have played pro basketball uh, out of college. Uh, so he's a big basketball fan, but he just understood how hard it is to break into sports not having played. And we had a long, great conversation, very funny conversation about that. And he said he was so proud of me. The next time I saw him, he gave me a big hug. Uh, and that's what Kenny, I think, was known for most were his hugs, uh, besides how funny of a comedian he was and just how great of a person. Uh, it is a serious loss uh, to, to our friend group, to our group chats, to our community as comedians, but also just to the world uh, that he is no longer with us. He is one of those people that made every room he was in a little bit brighter. And I know that sounds like bullshit and what you say every time somebody passes, but I promise you I mean it. He is he was a very special person, and I'm very sad that he's gone. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'd add, uh, Kenny used to come through when he moved from Chicago. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he used to come to my open mic uh, that I did in Brooklyn. Uh, just, again, one, just one of the kindest dudes, really, really funny. Uh, just one of those guys that, like, pushed you to be better because he was just, you know, especially as a comic in New York who started in New York, you're like, yo, these dudes are moving in and why are they so come funny? In they so come funny. in we're like, why are they so damn funny? Yeah. And, um, and then, and also you mentioned basketball. I used to, I would play in Joe Walkowski's uh, basketball tournament that he would do in it's Brooklyn. Like all comedians do a big Bunch tournament. And, and I would play with Kenny and we were on the same team uh, once. And this Duke could ball. He could bro. ball. He was he was really really good, and it was just great uh, uh, playing with him, uh, and just and working with him. I mean, he used to do my show and stuff like that. And it's just it it sucks. Um, 
obviously it's just so incredibly tragic and I obviously feel for his his family and his friends and I know it's that so he was immediate. with his family and friends uh, when he passed as well and it's just these are the these are the things you just don't want to you're just tired of seeing this and we've been dealing with you know way too much death with so people many, close man. to us and it's it's really really hard especially when it's just such so unexpected and tragic in, in something like this so I, I would say this comedians are really good about sharing their thoughts they're not always great about sharing their emotions unless it's anger uh, I was having a conversation with another comic friend of the show. I don't want to say his name just in case, but he's a great guy. Uh, and we were just talking about what what do you do in these situations? There's so many great comics and friends that have been lost. Sometimes it's for reasons that they chose, like, you know, whether it's like drugs or something. This is one of those situations where it was an absolute accident. It was tragic and it sucks. Uh, so what do you do? And I look, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. As I've gotten older, what I've decided to do is take all of those losses I've had in my life and say, you know, people, oh, uh, this person was put in your life for a reason. I don't know that I find that to be true. But what would be the benefit of that being true is to say, okay, let me take something from each of these people I've met. If they were put in my life for a reason, what was I supposed to learn? And if it's what I learned from Kenny, it's to hug your friends. It's to tell them you care. It's to listen to their stories and to not just walk away when it doesn't work out your way. Find out why they're upset. Find out why they're happy. Care. Care a little more. And if we all do that a little bit, Maybe this world's a better place. I love you, Kenny. Well put. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Take love care. You guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.